Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to It's Your Life with James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., two motivational speakers that are here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. Join James and Ray and get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Wow, Ray, man, I am extremely excited about our show today, man. We we got some heavy hitters on the show. Oh, yeah, it's going it's to be a beautiful show. And as, as, as always, we having fun. And we have some, uh, some great guests as well. So we're talking about following your dreams today. Yeah, and that's what we all need to do. We all need to follow our, our dreams and you know stick with it do the things that um, that's going to make you successful and I hope your dreams are about success yeah and you know I mean it's, it's very rare that you know when you start out and you find that first thing that you really want to do that people stick with it and actually end up living that dream but our guests today they all end up living their dream and still doing it bit real big right now so it's uh it's, it's impressive to see oh yeah man I tell you what man tell me what what you've been doing this week right Man, this week has been, uh, you know, I've been getting the kids ready for school, getting them registered, even though they're doing virtual for um, for the uh, the school year to start off the school year to come up. But, uh, no, they got to get registered. They got to get the books, got to get the computer straight. So it's a whole nother world right now. But we're getting it done. We're getting it done. Oh, yeah, man. Um, I finished up my, my dentist work. Actually, I just came from the dentist <laughs> directly to the studio. I'm surprised you're able to talk right oh, now. Oh, <laughs> man. You know, I tell you, man, I was in that seat today for about an hour, hour and a half, and, you know, I feel no pain right now. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, that's a good thing. Hey. Good thing. I, I try to stay away from the dentist, man. I, I'm, I'm scared of the dentist. Every time you get that anesthesia or that big needle that comes out, and then they start messing around in your mouth, yeah. Uh, and they, they put in that set. You know, it's going to be a little pinch. And, man, I start squirming and wiggling. And <laughs> man, I tell you, also this week, man, I had some rework with my book, my audio book. Okay. And so I was able to uh, get that done. And so your book is, is is almost ready? Yeah, we're almost ready. We're down to the last, uh, you know, uh, chapter and, and just figuring out exactly what we're going to uh, use for the cover. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's been uh, an experience just to go through it, and uh, I'm excited for it to come out. So. Oh, yeah. Hey, Ray, why don't you tell them uh, about our guest today? Oh, yeah. Yeah, We. I mean, some, some of the guests that's, that are on today, I kind of go way back with them. Uh, Cy Smith, who I actually went to elementary school with, <laughs> and she's one of the greatest singers uh, that that you'll ever meet. Now her, her octave range is crazy. Uh, she's a superstar, been acting all kinds of awards, uh, you know, NAACP theater award nominations. Um, I mean, she's just just one one of the best people to to have on the show, and uh, you know, a person that is exemplifies following your dreams. Oh man. And we also got uh, Sean Carter-Peterson. You know, uh, this guy does it all. You know, TV, radio, sing, um, pianist, uh, a lot of different things. And, you know, audience, uh, you're in uh, for a lesson learned because uh, we got some powerful, powerful actors, singers, producers, everybody. 
on the show today. Right. We also have Gary Trent, who they used to call the Shack of the Mac. Yeah. <laughs> Basketball bad man that, that was uh, you know, one of the uh, top picks in the NBA draft and had a great career you know, with Dallas and Portland. And now his, his son's playing for Portland right now. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you talk <laughs> about following your dreams and bloodlines, doing great things. And man, it, it, it's, it's a special thing. Man, how do you shoot 81%? From the field in college. I, I can't shoot 81% <laughs> into this trash can. Over here, so, so it's special. 81% is senior year, I think. That's what uh, what he shot. Yeah. That's, you know, that's so. crazy. Crazy. But, you know, we want to bring our first guest on. We have uh, Miss Cy Smith. Uh, you know, uh, Cy, welcome to the show. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. Hey, welcome to the show, Cy. How you doing? I'm so good, Mr. Cooley. How are you? Uh, absolutely. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> Good. You know, so I, I'm going to start with you. How old were you when you realized you wanted to enter the music business? You know, that's a good question because, uh, you know, I, I think it was kind of late in life for me when I decided I want, wanted to enter the music business professionally. And I, when I say late, I mean like probably my junior year in college was when I made the decision to, you know, have a career in music. That being said, you know, I've always been a musician. I've always been a performer. You know, that's something I've always done. But I don't think I made that decision until it was time to decide whether or not I was going to grad school. (laughs) (laughs) So so for those of you who don't know, she said when she was in college, she went to uh, HBCU, Howard University. Oh, yeah. You you know. (laughs) You you know. (laughs) Uh, You know. Yes, indeed. I went to Howard University in Washington, D.C., not very far from where I grew up. And um, and that was a life changing experience too. We could talk about all that when y'all are ready. I'm trying to stay on topic because you know I. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. But I mean, we, we're talking about following your dreams, and you know, uh, to ha- to realize that you have a certain talent at a at a you know young age, um, especially in the music industry. I mean, the music industry one of the toughest industries to break into. So, um, you know. Who inspired you growing up for to do music, and, and, and when did you know that you had the talent to actually go and do it on a professional level? Wow. Um, I was inspired, of course, by the, the superstars of the time. You know, I was very much inspired by Michael Jackson and, and also people like Patrice Russian and uh, Anita Baker, you know, all of those people that we grew up listening to and loving. Um, but I got to say, I was also inspired by, you know, people that I knew, people who went to my church. I went to First Baptist Church on Minnesota Avenue in Southeast, and I had a wonderful um, vocal coach who went to church with me, with me named Annabelle Strayhorn. And she was such a beautiful soprano, and, and I was so inspired by her. I was inspired by another lady that sang at our church named Yvonne. Heatley, I believe, and uh, oh gosh, Marlene Fleming. Just you know, you, you're inspired by your teachers sometimes. Um, so, Dr. Barbara Baker at Eleanor Roosevelt High School was a huge influence on me. Um, and and then you know, I had a lot of professors at Howard who, even though I didn't go into psychology professionally yet, (laughs) Um, I I was still very much inspired by their scholarship and and what they drove me to to search for and look for when I was looking for answers, how they influenced me, how to search and look for truth, um, that kind of thing, because I use all of that in my storytelling as a performer, you know, Mm. and as a a songwriter. 
Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think it's important that we mention the people who inspire us who, who might not be, you know, household names, because those people are just as inspirational to me as, as the big stars are too. my mother and father, you know? Right. right. <laughs> yeah. That's wonderful. Wonderful. That, that's, uh, you know, amazing to, that, that, you, that you talk about that and talk about people that are real people, you know, per se, you know, that, that inspires yeah. you as well, too. So because, you know, when, when you look back at it, when you peep, some people have reached such, such, such a high level that, you know, for some others, it gets to a place where, man, I, didn't, I don't think I could ever get there. Right. So, yes, exactly. Yeah. You, 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 if you are inspired by people who you know, are the Beyonce's of the world. My gosh, the bar is set so high. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched Blackest Black is King last night, too. So, talking Wasn't about Beyonce. It beautiful? Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. yeah. It took me to halfway so. through to find out that it was uh, partly based on uh, The Lion King. My yeah, daughter, it's my a daughter coming told. of age story. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, but yeah, you know, to me, the, the people that grow, that, you know, help socialize us and grow up with us and help shape us. They're just as important as the, the Beyonce's, you know, of the world too, you know? Hey, Sai, you have worked with some of the biggest names uh, in, in the music business. Tell us about some of them and, and tell us uh, who you enjoy working with the most. Um, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I've, <laughs> I've worked with some really big names. Um, I gotta, I gotta start out with Whitney Houston because I think her birthday is coming up this week, mm-hmm. um, and and that was one of my first gigs when I moved to LA, uh, and and it was definitely my first like major major gig, um, and she was amazing. Her, my experience with her was also really much, uh, very much about my experience with the band, you know, and the superstars of you know, the, 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 the music world, um, as far as musicians go, you know, so I'm, 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 you know, working hand in hand with Ricky Minor, you know, the music director and Herman Jackson and Paul Jackson Jr. And Michael Baker and, you know, Patty Howard, uh, Charlotte Gibson and just, you know, Kirk Whalum. Yeah. There was just so many monsters in that band. Um, Bette Sussman, it was just an amazing experience that probably at the time I was very much oblivious to, you know, I was, you know, I was a baby. I was like 23 years old. I think when my first gig with her happened, uh, at constitution hall in DC live on HBO. Um, (laughs) First gig at constitution (laughs) hall in DC. That's crazy. Yes. Live on HBO. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that, so I was probably kind of oblivious and that might've been a good thing. Um, but when I look back on that experience, I'm like, oh my God, you know, I'm singing soprano on the Whitney gig at 23, you know, <laughs> who does that? Um, and, and it was amazing. And everybody took such great care of me and, and treated me like a little sister. And, and I, I just learned a lot, you know, from that organization, um, as well as learning from the voice herself, you know, one of the greatest voices to ever to ever do it, you know, it was, it was just an amazing experience. And, and then along that ride, you know, I went on to do a lot of stuff with Ricky Minor, you know, like, hey, si, little ho- show. hold that mm-hmm. thought for a second. Okay. We're going to have to take a station break and we're going to come back and continue our discussion with Cy Smith. Okay. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. 
James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life. Concerned over your income needs in retirement? Left an old 401k at your old employer and considering your options? Goldsmith Financial can help. For nearly 14 years, Joshua Goldsmith has been helping investors towards attaining financial independence. Call Joshua Goldsmith today for a free review. 760-586-5275. That's 760-586-5275. Or visit goldsmithfinancial.net. Goldsmithfinancial.net. Joshua Goldsmith is a registered representative with securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor member FINRA SIPC. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley. Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. So, Sire, just, just before we went to the uh, the break, you know, we were talking about your inspirations and uh you know who got you into the to the business and what it was like to be on stage with with Whitney Houston, but tell us what is it like to 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 write a song? What what is your process? Um, you know, Ray, I've been writing as for as long as you've known me. <laughs> even, <laughs> even if you didn't know I was writing songs way back then, I've wow. been writing songs since I was a little little girl, and and they would start off very simple. You know, it's just writing about my life. You know, I think my very first song was a song about how much I loved my mother. You know, mm-hmm. it was, and, and I would sing it to her and she was, she thought I was a genius. You, know? <laughs> you got, you got to love supportive um, parents. Exactly. <laughs> um, and, and they've always sort of been based in stories of my own. Um, and then I, I got to a place where I, I was very curious about exploring stories from other people's points of view or, or maybe the point of view of a flower or, or the point of view of a jilted lover, an experience that maybe I didn't have, but I might imagine how it might feel. Um, and and usually I just try to take um, like a phrase that comes to me or sometimes a chord, a chord progression will come to me and I'll sit at the piano and play it and, and sing the very first thing that comes to me. Um, like, and it, even if it's not a fully formed phrase, it might sound like words, you know, and it might just go like, and 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 you know that second half will come and then i kind of have to figure out the first half yeah we we would have just let um, you just finish singing the whole thing (laughs) (laughs) um and you know and and then i'll i'll sort of sit with sit with that phrase until it is fully form uh formulated you know um and and eventually it'll become pretty little flower brightens up my place no one knows the horror that brought them to the space you know mm. and then and you and, don't and, have our audience jumping up and down <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And as I work it out, you know, I'll figure out 
what it's about maybe as I go. Sometimes I don't even know what it's about until I start, you know, just sort of letting my pen, you know, work its way across the page. And then I'll, then I'll, you know, sit back and watch it and go, oh, oh, okay, this is a story about, you know, coming to America, you know, or this is a song about love or this is a song about whatever, you know. Um, and, and sometimes I'm surprised, you know, by, by what, what things end up manifesting. Um, and that's just sort of the beauty of it, you know, just being connected to something that's bigger than us, you know. Right. Right. Now, you, you, I'm always talk, I'm always your, fascinated by it. Mm-hmm. We, we talked about the process, but uh, now I want to ask, what kind of music do you do you love to do? And what kind of music would your fans be surprised that you listen to regularly? OK, I love doing my own material. OK, got to say that first <laughs> right, and foremost. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love singing my own song. I also love singing. I love singing jazz standards. Um, you know, I, I love singing those you know, like great American songbook type songs, uh, Gershwin and anything that, you know, Dinah Washington and Ella Fitzgerald, those, you know, I love all of that stuff. Um, People might be surprised to learn that I love listening to like Baltimore ratchet hip hop. I mean, house. (laughs) (laughs) Like Baltimore, Baltimore house. Like that is my jam. I listen to Baltimore house music all the time. And just, especially to work out, it's, it's like, People from Baltimore will take any phrase and make a song out of it, and I'm here for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. exactly, exactly. I, I, man, don't we know Baltimore as, music? Yes, exactly. If I, as I say that, my husband is in the background, uh, a proud son of Baltimore, and he's like, "I'm here for it. I'm here for it." <laughs> you know, that's that's a good segue uh, of bringing your husband uh, uh, on, who's our next guest. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, I want to introduce our next guest, and we, we want you to stick around, Si, because we're we going to bring you back in. Um, okay, I will. I'll sit right here. I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> we got, <laughs> I'm going to pass the phone over. Okay. we got Sean Carter-Peterson. He's a native yes, of Baltimore, Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> He's a graduate uh, from Vassar College, Kumalata. Uh This guy yep. does everything. He got a... Uh, dual degrees in drama and African studies. He's also a, is a classical pianist. He does it all. He's been in several of films and movies. I'm going to name a few of them. He was in Entourage, The Shield, uh, How I Met uh, Your Mother. That's a, a couple of TV shows. Hot in Cleveland, uh, Heart of Dixie. I mean, it's just many, many more. Pitch Perfect 2? <laughs> Pitch Perfect 2. Uh, I mean, th- the list goes on and on and on. He's singing a cappella in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he also have performed all over the world. Without any further delay, Sean, welcome to the show. Why, thank you for having me, fellas. Yeah, it's always great to, to talk to a fellow native of, of Maryland, even though you down in Baltimore. My wife was actually born in, in Baltimore. So, you know, we got, we got, oh, we got a lot of good people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But you, you've done so much, Sean. It, it's, it's crazy to sit here and, and, and look at your, your resume. And I've, I've heard you play many times on you, you know, you and size variety show when you're, you're playing the piano and the things that you guys are uh-huh. doing that you guys are so amazingly talented. You know, I mean, how how old were you when you realized that you wanted to be in, uh, you know, in, in the music and entertainment business? 
Um, well, I started playing uh, when I was four and a half, about four and a half. Um, so I've kind of always been a performer. Um, but I knew I wanted to be an actor probably around six or seven. I always knew that. I mean, I was always in, intrigued by film and television and just watching people perform. And so I always wanted to do that. It just, you know, it takes different shapes and different forms every once in a while. But it's always it's always a show, some sort of show. <laughs> right, right. Wow, that's 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 amazing, and you know you, you talk about being a, a track classically trained uh, pianist. Uh, not yeah. not not many people uh, you know from our from our background end up, end up doing <laughs> classically trained right. piano. You know, we mostly <laughs> rapping and stuff. But uh, how how did you get involved in that? Well, we had a piano at my house. I was raised with my grandparents and my father, and my grandmother had a piano in the house. And um, apparently, I used to just uh, bang on it all the time. And so they figured maybe to try to take that energy and, you know, and direct it as opposed to just letting me just make noise all the time. So they started me out pretty early. Um, and then I kind of just took to it. Um, and so it became an outlet for me as a kid to keep me, you know, keep me occupied, keep me busy, keep my brain moving and working and keep me out of the streets too. So it, you know, it, it served a couple purposes and, um, I liked it. I liked doing it. So it happened to work out to my benefit. Hey, Sean, you have, just like Ray mentioned, you, you have worked on so many things, uh, music, uh, film, uh, classical. What was the most rewarding project you ever worked on and why? Wow. Um, you know, that's a good question. One of the most, let's see, one of the most exciting ones I did was it was a, it was one of, one of my first jobs. It was a Lifetime movie uh, that we shot down in Louisiana called Midnight Bayou. And um, it starred Faye Dunaway, which for me was kind of like, whoa, you know what I mean? She's an Oscar winner and, you know, big old-time movie star. And that was one of the first times that I was like, I was so nervous. Because, I mean, I had, I had a decent-sized part and, you know, and I had some scenes where we were playing together in the scenes and I was worried about remembering my lines and, shooting down, you know, down on the bayou or on a plantation. It was just like, what? This is crazy. You know what I mean? And that was just rewarding because it was like the first time that I really felt like I'm really doing this. You know what I mean? A little kid from Cherryville from Baltimore, um, you know, that was a long way from home. And I was there and I kind of held my own, even though I was pretty green. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> uh, it was pretty exciting. It was definitely exciting. So I, I would say that that was like the first really, really reward, rewarding one. Wow. And I, I know, I know. There's a, a lot of uh, you know people that listen to our show. A lot of our audience that are maybe aspiring actors or aspiring musicians. Um, mm-hmm. What kind of advice would you give someone that want to get into this industry? Uh, my first advice would be to take a class or two. Take a class. Learn what you're doing. Learn that it's not as easy as just memorizing lines and saying them. Um, you'll go a lot further because if you put in the work then more work will come to you. You know what I mean? I mean, there's a lot of people that come out to L.A. that have never taken a class before that want to get into it, um, and they try, but it's not as easy as it looks. So my advice is always to take class and, you know, and continue to take classes or coach or work with other people who know what they're doing because you, you're always able to learn. I think we learn until the day we leave this earth. So, you know, keep, keep, you know, keep your, your toolbox sharpened. So learn some new stuff, learn new skills, try new things. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's great advice. Uh, I'm glad you, you put that out there. You know, when people want to need to perfect their craft, 
because you, yes, you get you get this definitely. thought process that oh I, acting I just need to go be on TV, <laughs> but but it's, <laughs> it, is, it is not that way. It is totally different right, when, when no. you get on the set. Um, no, so when we're talking about you know the the, the, the film industry, um, mm-hmm. no, what is the hardest part about being a, a director on a film? Hey, hey, Sean, oh, hold, hold that thought. Hold that, hold that thought. Uh, we're going to take a commercial break, but we're going to come back and continue our conversation with Sean Carter Peterson. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life. Build a better business today with Launch Team Consulting. Launch Team Consulting provides human resources, change management, and ethics training for businesses and organizations looking to create a culture of excellence. Launch Team Consulting is here to increase revenues, productivity, and teach you how to launch your business to new heights. With over 90 years of combined experience, the staff at Launch Team Consulting can help improve business performance and strategy. Visit LaunchTeamConsulting.com to learn how we strive to help business owners develop a solid foundation and solid building blocks of leadership so that they can flourish. Launch Team Consulting also offers executive coaching too to help business leaders achieve professional goals. Contact Launch Team Consulting at 619-940-6362. That's 619-940-6362. Or visit LaunchTeamConsulting.com. That's LaunchTeamConsulting.com. Putting you on the path to success with Launch Team Consulting. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Uh, you know, I, I first want to start, I want to thank uh, you know our, our, our sponsor, uh, Goldsmith Financial. And that's just to make sure that, that the show keeps going on. We appreciate, you know, him, him being involved and, uh, you know, make sure you check him out. Uh, also... Before we left, uh, we were talking with uh, with Sean, and uh, I was asking the question because uh, Sean and I have a variety show that they do, uh, which is which is fascinating. So, Sean, can you tell us about the variety show and about you know what it's like putting all that together? Yeah, the variety show is something that we started um, at the beginning of quarantine. Um, it it came out of uh, the need to kind of create something and to uh, not get caught up in the in the craziness that was going on outside. Um, and so we decided that we would put on a show for the world to see, I guess, you know, we had captive audience, everybody was kind of stuck at home. So we decided to do some, uh, some sketches, some live sketches as well as pre-recorded sketches, um, and music. Uh, and so we put on a half hour variety show. We've done it twice now and we're doing another one this Thursday, uh, the 6th at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, And this is our anniversary special, so it's going to be a little longer than the ones we've done before, but not too much longer, um, and just fun. You know what I mean? We just wanted to perform, and we're both performers, and we both need to have an outlet to um, express ourselves. So this seemed to be the perfect vehicle to kind of do anything that we want to do. So 
that's kind of what it's what it's been. It's been a lot of fun. Um, it's one of those things where because the world had kind of shut down, I did have the freedom to kind of just create whatever it was that I wanted to create. And um, and Sai was definitely kind of gung ho to be a part of it and to kind of just throw her eyes ideas in there too. And we kind of just get together and be silly. And you know, it's a full on production. So you know we. We rehearse, we shoot our sketches, we do our, you know, dress rehearsals, tech rehearsals, and all that other stuff as if it was, you know, 50 other people, but it's just the two of us and the dog. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sean, what is the hardest part of, of being a, a director on a film? Um, the hardest part about being a director on a film is to keep to keep the, 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 the vision in mind when you have little things that go wrong. You know, there's always, you kind of have to have the bigger picture, um, or look, looking up, looking at the bigger picture while, you know, little things happen, lights go out, the dog won't act right, you know, your computer's <laughs> acting up, you know what I mean? Right. Like, just remembering what, you know, what the final outcome is supposed to be and not letting yourself get real, you know, get testy or get tested by the tests that are sent your way because they will be coming if you're not careful. You know what I mean? So that's kind of the hard part. I mean, and it's difficult, you know, when you're doing something like we're doing it because we kind of do it all ourselves. It's really difficult. I don't have anybody to delegate to. So we're both like, okay, we need to, you know, put up posts on Facebook and Instagram and we need to, you know, put up titles and we need to make a commercial and we need to shoot this and run out that and reshoot this and schedule this and have rehearsals. So, I mean, that's the difficult part when you're dealing with it from like the grassroots you know, right, right. the grassroots uh, uh, level that we're at right now. But, you know, ideally, someday somebody will send us some money and we'll be able to, you know. There we go. <laughs> if, if you if you find that person to send you some money, tell them to send me some, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will. I will. I'll put you on the list. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> now that we look at it, because, you know, COVID-19 and the quarantine has, has just changed all of us, especially with James and I being motivational speakers. But you can't speak to a crowd and I know it's uh, affected you guys from you know not being able to, to be out and entertain um mm-hmm. but what what is how has that affected you know uh, both you inside and 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 what you guys do and, and how are you coping with uh you know this this quarantine and this uh uncertainty that we have well it's been difficult because you know i mean part of my job is to go out and audition every day times a week so that kind of shut down immediately right. um the change has been you know we we the last few years, we've been doing um, remote auditions or self-taping auditions anyway. Um, so once, once the quarantine kicked in, it was kind of like we just kept doing that for a while, which is okay. But, you know, some of us performers are actually better in the room than we are if you have to sit at home and put yourself on tape with your iPhone or whatever, you know, whatever home equipment that you have. So, um, But it also has stopped production. So things just kind of just got really, really quiet because, you know, they had to stop shooting stuff. So... Um, they're back in production for a lot of things. I know Tyler Perry went back in production about three, four weeks ago. I had a couple of friends that worked on that project sisters with him and he had a whole, you know, fly people out on private jets and, and, you know, put them in quarantine for a week before they were even allowed to get on set. And, um, it worked for him. So, but you know, TP's got the money to do that. So, uh, hopefully some other people will, you know, kick in some cash to do that as well. Cause it seemed like it worked. It seemed like it worked, and he was able to get his product done. So, you know. Well, there's, well, there's a will, there's a way. There's a will, there's a will, there's a way. That's right. Hey, Sean, how would your experience of working on uh, the film Pitch Perfect 2? 
Tell us about it. Mm-hmm. Pitch Perfect 2 was fun. Um, I had a couple days on there. I didn't get to sing at Pitch Perfect 2, which is funny because, you know, I was in an acapella group in, in college and in high school, so that was kind of in my wheelhouse, but the character wasn't a singer, so <laughs> I got to be up there. I got to work with Keegan-Michael Key from Key & Peele, wow. which was phenomenal because he is one of those very, very generous actors who, you know, he came up to me on set and was like, you know, we're going to be playing together and I'm looking forward to it, and he just gave me the freedom to kind of, you know, bounce ideas off of him. Um, and our scenes were also with Snoop Dogg, which was kind of like mind blowing. Like what? Wow. This is coming? <laughs> you know, and it was like, we were all waiting. Cause there was like, Snoop is coming. Snoop is coming. And then Snoop got there and Snoop smelled really great. Like he had his cologne game was like, but you know what I mean? And, you know, I, <laughs> yeah. it was like, he walked in there and even Keegan was like, wow, Snoop smells awesome. And, you know, nobody asked him what it was, <laughs> it was Snoop. you know, but you're just like, you're just kind of in awe that you're working with a superstar and you just try to make sure that you don't mess up. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is crazy. So yeah, that was pretty awesome. That was pretty awesome. That is crazy that you're talking about working with uh, Snoop. Snoop is just cool, and you, you, ex- you expect him to, to have a different smell. No Snoop Dogg. And he's a family man. He showed up with, like, his kids and maybe a niece or nephew as well, and they were all – it was a family affair for him. So – and he was extremely professional, which is – you know, that's you, you want to hear that. You want to go on set with people and people that you idolize, and you want them to be, like, what they should be, which is professionals. And he was definitely a professional. So you know, I vouch for Snoop all day long as a performer. Yeah, I, I, I vouch for that too because he didn't gloat when they beat us on um on uh, Celebrity Family Feud. Oh yeah, we we, we lost to Snoop. Dogg. I was like, how did we lose to Snoop Dogg? <laughs> <laughs> but but it's all it's all good. Cool, he was he was cool. He was cool. But yeah, he was mad cool. Yeah. So I, you know, what? I want I want to know about I want your audience to know about your your production company and 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 what else you're working on right now. Okay. Um, yeah, my production company is called Maestro Entertainment. Uh, my IG handles and my Twitter handles are Sean the Maestro. Um, and I've done things from short films to music videos to spec pilots for a couple clients, comedy pilots, um, like lifestyle show pilots. Um, right now, um, I'm using uh, the, the Sean and Size Variety Live under the umbrella of Maestro Entertainment and um, trying to pr- produce some more content. So, you know, people come to me and they ask me to direct videos for them or they, they say I have an idea and I, ha- I help them bring it to life. So that's one of the things that I do when I'm not, you know, pounding the pavement as an actor. I'm, you know, helping others create and bring their, bring their, their dreams to fruition as well. So. Excellent. Now, I want to talk about, about the education and the background. I know I'm kind of going back a little bit, but you went to, to Vassar? Yes, sir. Wow. Wow, <laughs> that, that yeah, is amazing. Like, how, did, how did you choose Vassar? Or did Vassar mm-hmm. just choose well, you? Uh, Vassar was, it was one of my top schools. Um, my piano teacher, who was who I'm very close with, her daughter went to Vassar. So that was the first time that I had heard of it, mm-hmm. when I was, you know, 10 or 11. And I knew that it was a really, really good school once I looked into it. And they had, I knew I wanted to be a double major. At the time, it was going to be in music and in drama. I knew they had a great drama department, and they had a really, really good uh, music teacher that I wanted to study with. Um, so out of the schools that I got into, Vassar was my top. So I went and then when I got to Vassar, I decided that I didn't want to play piano anymore, which was kind of funny. Wow. Um, after I'd been playing for so long, um, I, you know, I think part of it was I got to school and I just got excited, just glad to be about the house, 
glad to be doing different things. Um, and Vassar was really, really good at allowing students to really create for themselves with the student productions and things that we had. So I was still doing music. I was still music director for like musicals that we were doing with our Ebony Theater Ensemble. I was directing plays. I was, you know, my, my senior thesis, I wrote a play and then I was able to put it up with our uh, theater ensemble. So I still had a lot of music in my life and I was a choir director as well at Vassar. So um, I still, you know, had music in my bones and that never left. I just stopped playing because that's a, you know, you need to practice five, six hours a day to really, really be where I wanted to go. And I just didn't want to do that at the time. Um, so that's, you know, and then while I was at Vassar, I, I took a semester and instead of going abroad, I went to Morehouse. So I, you know, I spent a junior year um, semester at Morehouse, which I met some, some of the, my best friends in the world down there. And I did some more studying. I studied more music and theater and, you know, and Spelman was right across the way. So, you know, right. we are good. Right. Well, so, salute to HBCUs. <laughs> I mean, yes, that, sir. That is, yes, sir. That's, All that's, day. That's phenomenal. And I want to yeah. ask Cy about Howard because my uh, – one of my good friends, uh, his son is, is, is going to Howard this year. And I know it's going to be a totally different experience, but you know, uh, can you tell the audience a little bit about the, experience, the experience at the HBCU? Um, first of all, Howard university was the best choice I've ever made in my life about anything at all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I yeah, love... don't, don't, t- don't tell Sean that. Second best choice after Sean. No, Howard was a, a, I mean, it was just one of the best experiences I could have had. And my mother always told me this about HBCUs. My mother went to Tennessee State um, University, and then she went to Howard for her master's. And she, you know, she always told me, you know, at a black college, you're going to get, you know, you're going to have relationships with your professors, professors that you won't be able to have. You know, at other schools, you're going to you're going to be expected um, to achieve a level of excellence that you might not be expected to achieve at other schools. You're going to be held to uh, an even higher standard, you know, that, that you might not be held to uh, at uh, other schools. Um, and it's because the professors really have um, a vested interest and in producing a generation of excellence. Hey, Cy, you know, we're going to have to take Mm -hmm. a station break, but we're going to come back and talk to Cy and Sean. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. This is Ray Leonard Jr. James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. 
Concerned over your income needs in retirement? Left an old 401k at your old employer and considering your options? Goldsmith Financial can help. For nearly 14 years, Joshua Goldsmith has been helping investors towards attaining financial independence. Call Joshua Goldsmith today for a free review. 760-586-5275. That's 760-586-5275. Or visit goldsmithfinancial.net. Goldsmithfinancial.net. Joshua Goldsmith is a registered representative with securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor member FINRA SIPC. It's your life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Yeah, so so before we left uh, for, the, for the break, uh, we have uh, Cy Smith, and she was talking about her experience about in the HBCU. So we want to let her continue with, with the answer. Uh, Cy, can you, can you continue to tell the audience about oh. the experience of HBCU? Look, Ray, I could talk about Howard. (laughs) I could go on and on and on. You know, the thing about Howard is um, I got exactly what I I thought I would get out of it. And then I got even more on top of that. And and it was because, um, for once, I was was in an environment where it was really on me um, to make choices, uh, to matriculate the way I I wanted to, to, to take classes that, that, you know, were taught from a perspective that, you know, really mattered to me. Um, and, and I was around other students who, who wanted that same kind of excellence, you know, and, and, and who strove for that same type, type of excellence. Um, and then, I, and, uh, you know, like Sean mentioned about Morehouse meeting lifelong friends, I, I also had that same experience at Howard where I, I met, you know, girls and guys who to this day, you know, I'm still friends with, you know, I I still have a professor that checks in with me every now and then, you know, (laughs) Um, shout out to Dr. Harrell. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And, and, and that's just the kind of um, experience I got at Howard. And, and, uh, you know, I don't know how any school is going to manage through uh, this pandemic right now, but I would expect, um, you know, schools like Howard to to find a way to continue to give that kind of experience to students, you know, even if, you know, the the situation has to change up a bit, you know, right. or the platform has to change up a bit. Um, I, I'm sure that they're creative enough to, to find a way to get through this. Uh, but going to a black school was just really one of the best decisions I could have made. And, and Howard in particular, I am so glad, as we say. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah, I, I got a question. I'm, I'm sure our, our, our listening audiences, or both you and uh, Sean is in the business. How difficult mm-hmm. is that? Okay, being away doing different projects, and I mean, what what is that like? Being married to someone in the in, a, in the business. Being away. No, well, just making it work, making making everything work. Ah, uh, just making everything work. Um, Mr. Cooley, it takes a very conscious effort to maintain balance, you know, in everything that you do, because otherwise it's really easy to get swept away by one or two things in in your life, you know. And I think this this probably goes for everybody, no matter what kind of work you're in or field you're in. Um, the, the key to everything is balance. And I didn't. I didn't learn that until I almost killed myself working so hard, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. until I was literally in the hospital, you know, with a with an appendix appendix that wanted to leave my body. <laughs> <You> <laughs> wow. <know>? Wow. <laughs> and and, you know, and I was working. Uh, we were shooting a video 
um, and that day, Sean was directing, as a matter of fact, shooting a video for me. And in the middle of the video shoot, I just started getting sick. And, uh, and but I, I finished the shoot because I didn't want to stop. You know, uh, it was a big production. I didn't want to stop. But my body made me stop. By the end of the night, I couldn't stand up straight. And I had to have surgery the next day. And the doctor was like, why were you still working <laughs> when you, you know, when you were getting sick every 30 minutes. And I was like, because I had to, I had to. And they were like, no, you could have died doing that. You know, don't do that again. Um, and, and, and I've had to learn lessons like that the hard way. And I, and I don't suggest to anybody to work themselves to death um, because there's no point in, in having, you know, a career if you're not, if you're not living and thriving, you know what I mean? Yeah, but the, yeah. Then on, on the flip side of that, it, it's that mm-hmm. that's why you're so successful because of the way you work and the passion that you have for your for your your crafts. Um, it, which which is Ooh. you know you got like you said you got to have some balance with all of that. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I want our audience to, to know exactly where they can can find you and, and if they haven't heard your music or where to find your music and everything. Can you can you tell the audience where they can find you? Of course. So my name is Cy Smith. That's S Y. S-M-I-T-H. And if you search Cy Smith on any platform that you use, you can find my music. Um, I just released a new song called Perfect Love and Video that we recorded and shot during the pandemic, uh, uh, during the quarantine, as a matter of fact, right here in the house. Wow. Got that video. <laughs> wow. um, you'll never be able to tell because the animation was done by a wonderful man uh, in Bogota named Tach Tavoda. Um, but yeah, Perfect Love, Cy Smith featuring, I mean, Rachel Eckroft featuring Cy Smith. And you can find anything that you want um, from me at my online store which is cyberspace.bigcartel.com. I got vinyl, I got CDs, I got DVDs. I'm slanging all that. Vinyl. Ooh, <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the classic right there. You know, you, you go back with, with the vinyl. I found a Absolutely. bunch of uh, tapes I, I, I had of uh, you know me rapping back in the day, <laughs> and I couldn't find something to play it on. <laughs> and I'm trying to rewind oh, it with, no. with a pencil. Old school. <laughs> oh, no. Old school, yeah. Well, you know, some people like vinyl. You know, it, it still has that warm sound, and, and people just like like it so um so yeah you can get vinyl at my website i will autograph anything upon request um and my latest album sometimes a rose will grow in concrete is available there on vinyl uh and you can follow me on cyberspace at uh, instagram at cyberspace or twitter at cyberspace and both of those are with an s s y b e r s p a c e uh and if you get lost in any of that just go to sizesmith.com you'll find me there yeah or, or just or just call ray call ray ray he knows where to find me <laughs> hey, this is uh for sean uh sean okay. what are, what are some of the things that uh you guys um, you and si are, are working on what's 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 coming up well, aside from the variety show, I know that Sai's been working on some music and she may have some shows coming up soon. And I've been doing some writing, which is exciting. It's not something that I saw myself doing, but, you know, necessity breeds, you know, insanity, I guess. I don't <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I've been writing, so that's been good. So I, we'll see if I get a script out of it, which which is, you know, ideal. You know what I mean? If I could become like, you know, Issa Rae or, you know, 
somebody like that, you know, Michaela Cole, these people that are writing these wonderful stories and Hollywood is listening. And even if Hollywood doesn't listen, I, you know, I've learned how to do it on my own. So either way, the stories are going to come out and they're going to be seen. So that's that's kind of what I'm doing right now. That's great. And you, and you guys have followed your dream. So if, if you decide to do the writing you know, with the writing that you're doing, I'm, I'm sure it, it will be super successful. We'll, we'll be supporting it ourselves for sure. And, um, you know, when you talk about JC asked a question earlier about how is it like being married and, and working through this pandemic? Because I know Sion travels a lot and you're always, always out. And so I had that same thing with my wife because I'm normally traveling, but you know, we're spending mm-hmm. so much time together now. <laughs> so we're trying to figure this thing out. So how, how is that adjustment? Um, you know what? The adjustment has been really, really nice. Um, for me, I mean, because usually I'm, I'm holding down the fort while Mama's on the road. You know, I'm here with the dog and pounding <laughs> the pavement and, you know, just keeping everything up and running. So I've been able to have some help doing that. And we've actually been able to see each other way more than we were before, which has been really good. So if anything, it's brought us closer together, you know, technically. I mean, well, literally, we were closer together. But we've been able to kind of just spend more quality time together because you don't have to kind of get it in before she, she leaves for another two days or five days or 10 days or whatever, you know? So, um, it's been really, really nice. It's been really, really good. And like she said before, you know, being uh, intentional about the time that you spend together, because, you know, we both as artists can be stuck in our own little, you know, hovel creating. So to, you know, we have a movie night every Friday night and we haven't missed one in, you know, the entire time we've had pandemic. So it's been one of those things that, you know, that's our date night. So regardless of what's going on, we make sure we put aside, you know, three hours, three good hours to watch anything from blockbusters to art house films to, you know, to documentaries. So, you know, we and we enjoy it. We enjoy each other's company and we enjoy spending time together. So. Yeah, we've been doing that. We've been having like nice meals out back. I'll cook and she'll set up a nice, you know, yard table with flowers and music. And, you know, so it's been it's been really good for us. Wow, really, that's, really that's, good. that's wonderful. And, and unfortunately, our, our show time is, is, is coming down to an end. So I want to just, just ask this last question. Is there anything that, that you want to say to our audience or any advice you want to give to to someone out there that's uh, that's looking up to you and saying, how can I get to this place space that you guys are? Well, my, my, my main advice would be to follow your gut. Um, if you really feel like there's something that you really want to do, you know, don't waste time and don't do it. Do it. But to definitely take a class or try to, you know, read, read up on it. Take a class, read up on it, try to get as much information as you can while you still kind of wing it. Because, you know, why invent the re- reinvent the wheel when someone else has done some of that work for you? You know what I mean? So make your life a little easier. Go do what you need to do. Follow your gut, follow your dreams, and follow your passion. Wow, wonderful. Wow. I want to thank both of you guys for, for being on and being so gracious with, with your time and, and helping our audience out. We really appreciate it. Thank you thank for having us. Thank you for having us. You know, Ray, man, I tell you, uh, I listen to the audience really uh, got a lot out of this today. I know I did. And uh, Cy Smith, son, Carter Peterson. Wow. Thank you <laughs> yeah. guys for taking the time to come on our show. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, again, uh, if you guys want to say real quickly how uh, our audience can reach you, uh, can you say that? Tell them again. Sure, sure. So for Sean Carter Peterson uh, on Instagram and Twitter, it's Sean, S H A W N, Sean the Maestro, T H E M A E S T R O. And on Facebook, it's uh, facebook.com slash Sean Carter Peterson. 
And for me, it's uh, on Instagram and Twitter at Cyberspace, S-Y-B-E-R-S-P-A-C-E, where you can shop at cyberspace.bigcartel.com. That's with an S, S-Y-B-E-R-S-P-A-C-E. Um, and facebook.com slash Sizemith Music, or just go to Sizemith.com. <laughs> or call Ray. <laughs> it, it's, 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 it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, always, we're always looking for sponsors out there, so... Hey, come on and support us so we can continue to bring this great message to you. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Peace. Join James and Ray next week at this same time for more It's Your Life, where you'll learn how to dream big, think big, and be big. For more about James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Come back next week at this same time for more motivation and inspiration on how you can become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. 